Welcome to another episode of Hurwitz's House of Horror. I'm your host, Steve the Holiday Hurwitz, and this is the podcast where we talk horror movies, horror-related things, and joining me, as always, in the House of Horror is the fantastic co-host, Jefferson Jingle Bell Miller. Hey, call me Dr. Jingle Bell. Hey, Dr. Jingle Bell. How's your jingle bells? I'm going to prescribe you... A good time this holiday Some season. Festivities? No, just a good time. Ah, okay, I will. I will stay with that. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff, it's the holiday time. Ho ho ho! On top of that, it is also the very first day of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah! Thanks, Jeff. Is it, that why we're talking th- this week? We're talking about one of your mortal enemies. Yes, Santa Claus, my greatest nemesis, mm-hmm. and always has been, and always will be villain to your people but before we get into that jeff let's jump into the horror hour segment do you hear that oh my god and there he goes bye santa we'll see you in like 30 minutes probably come back in a minute and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about you um i don't have any horror hour news do you i actually got a few things i want to talk about yes okay so I did see the movie Violent Night, the ah. David Harbour Die Hard Santa movie, mm-hmm. and it was pretty decent. I had a lot of fun with it. Nice. Do you mind if I tell you a little bit about it? I don't. Are you planning on seeing it? Uh, yeah, we have the window open, so we're going to hear a bunch of cars going by. It's people sledding. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the snow. In when you look at the window, you see people sledding, having snowball fights. You see a murderous Santa. Yeah. yeah. Every now and again, he pops up. Mm-hmm. Swings an axe into a kid. Yeah. It's very festive. It's part of the season. Yeah. Tis the season, mm-hmm. as they say. Well, uh, as for Die Hard Santa, no, you can say whatever you want. I will say, do I kind of wish we watched that instead of this movie? I don't know. We'll see. I think that alone speaks volumes right there. So how'd it go with uh, good old David H? It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. The whole premise of the movie is Santa Claus is real, and he is having a rough time, and <laughs> then he ends up getting left behind when he's delivering some gifts to a family who ends up being kidnapped and extorted for money. Gotcha. Okay. He meets a girl there who needs his help and she kind of gives him the holiday spirit back that he needs. And uh, by helping them, he murders them. Oh, not the family, the terrorists. I was going to say, wow, that's (laughs) a good turn. Yeah. It is definitely gorier than I thought it would be. Hmm. There is some cool background to Santa. He is apparently like, you know, he's old as fuck, but he was like a Viking warrior at one point. Gotcha. And he used to have a hammer named Skull Crusher. And it's funny because it doesn't like flat out tell you this is who he was. You know, you saw little flashbacks and all this kind of stuff. And he was dropping hints to the little girl when she was asking for some help. And um, yeah, he doesn't really know how the magic works in this universe. He's just like, I don't get it either. And it seems like he's taken on this job because of his past previous history being a viking murderer so he's like this is how i like repent yeah i think so again they don't tell you how he got these powers or anything it's just he's santa i gotta say this does sound kind of like the santa claus series (laughs) 
Oh, wait a second. Are we moving into the Santa Claus segment? It'll probably be sprinkled throughout um, this entire episode. Um, because he is, you know, a guy who became Santa. He, while Tim Allen doesn't get kidnapped, he does, I think, get left behind at one point. Mm-hmm. And then there's a girl who needs to, like, find Christmas joy again and believe in Santa or whatever. There's a lot of similarities here. Interesting. Yeah, Tim Allen just doesn't kill a bunch of terrorists, but to be fair, these terrorists had it coming. I bet there is a fantastic scene where he's injured. Santa is injured and he goes into a barn and he finds a hammer and like the whole family now, like it's like getting really dire. And he's like, all right, it's like skull crusher again. And even like the little girl who's talking to on a walkie talkie is like, yeah, skull crusher. <laughs> and then you just see Santa just destroy like the SWAT team that comes in to try and get him. It's wonderful. Let me, can I guess? Yes. Um, were these terrorists Russian? No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. They were good old Americans who just wanted some money. That sounds, it, it's interesting to see like who they portray as terrorists throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And I think Americans is right. Yeah. You know, that's the way to go it nowadays. Was pretty funny too, because it's led by John Leguizamo. <laughs> And he hates Christmas, as always. Of course. Everybody, every villain has to. Yeah. But he stays in such a festive theme because he has all of the other henchmen. He has given them uh, holiday code names. There's like gingerbread man, elf. Wait, so he hates Christmas, but everyone has Christmas nicknames? Mm Mm-hmm. So he secretly likes Christmas. Yeah. Well, he used to love Christmas until... Santa didn't give him what he wanted. His dad lost his job Mm. and uh, his dad loved to celebrate Christmas, but then they couldn't afford it. And he got really jealous of everyone around him because he couldn't have the Christmas that he used to love. And then he accidentally manslaughtered somebody and that ruined Christmas for him. Does um, David Santa give him a little wiener whistle at the end of the movie and he he regains his like belief in Santa and, and in Christmas and he becomes a good guy? Almost. It actually uh, does a little bit better. So they're in a battle, they're fighting, and there is this chimney, and Santa has the ability to obviously go through chimneys. He has like a little, like touches his nose, and like some little magic dust comes out, and he flies through it. Wahoo! And then down the chimney. (laughs) Pretty much. Or up the chimney. Well, yeah. (laughs) You're right there? That was him going up the chimney. I see. Not your hand hitting the table? Nope. Good. (laughs) Well, he uh, he's in the death grip of John Leguizamo, and he ends up right next to a chimney, and he uses his little magic nose thing. And he shoots up the chimney with John Leguizamo, but mm. John Leguizamo is not magical. So his body just gets like ripped through. into parts. And then when he appears at the top of the chimney, like John Leguizamo is inside out and he, his body just explodes. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then Santa does die for a minute, but then everyone believes in him and he comes back to life. Like Tinkerbell. And like Doctor Who. Remember in season three of Doctor Who when Doctor Who was a little old shriveled up man and everyone believed in him because Martha traveled the world and said, just say his name. I don't know why Martha sounded like that. but Yeah, just say his name. Yeah, Uh, I don't remember that. Unbelievable. Doctor Who? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's his name. Get it? Yeah, his name is Doctor Who. Doctor. What's that? Who? Uh, This is a good bit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I had a lot of fun with the movie. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Also, when John Leguizamo exploded out of the chimney, there were people behind me who literally gasped and went, oh, oh my you saw God. This in theaters. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 
again, it was much gorier than I anticipated it being. Mm. Even some of the things that happened and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I do like, I wasn't sure if he was going to be real. Yes, he's very much real. And that's, I think that's the way to go. That makes it better. Definitely. If he was just like, I'm a mall Santa, it'd be kind of like, okay, we've seen this. Yeah, he's the real Santa. He's the real deal. Yeah, it, I think you would have enjoyed it much more hmm. than the movie we just watched. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, again, I wasn't expecting to kind of like it as much as I did. I just went to see it because it's it was something to watch on a and it day looked I didn't goofy. have work. Yeah, yeah. It looks sort of horror-y, and it sort of was, especially the grisly kills that happened and the murders right. and the deaths. Yeah, I feel like it was close. Like, if, if they had changed it just a little bit based on what you're telling me, it sounds oh, like it, it definitely could have easily been a horror darker. movie. But it was, it was heartwarming at times, too, and... Santa gets his uh, his spirit back at the end. Mm -hmm. You look at Santa and you say, hey, Santa, you got spirit. He's like, thanks. Thanks, pal. Nice spirit. And it's funny because he's upset and just kind of he's losing his edge or his 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 love for Christmas. And at a certain point, he's fighting a villain and he does have a magic sack that he can like raise his hand into. And like he pulls out the presents, you know, it's it's a magic bag. Right. And he keeps, he's trying to find a weapon to fight somebody with and he keeps just pulling out video games because, you know, that's what nice. kids are asking for. He's yeah, like, are yeah. you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> it was funny. Good. Yeah. Does he say, um, can't even say Merry Christmas to all anymore? I don't think At so. At any point? Oh. I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. Which I think is something that I'm glad they didn't yeah. go with. Do you think, who do you think would win in a fight? Uh, David Harbour, Santa Claus or Tim Allen, Santa Claus? David Harbor Santa Claus or Robo Santa. David Harbor Santa Claus. Interesting. Yeah, he's definitely the most magical. He does have magic. He right, can right, fight right. a robot, and I think he could probably beat up Tim Allen. Right, not Tim well, Allen guess, Santa, just Tim oh, Allen. Just Tim Allen generally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> does Tim Allen Santa Claus have magic? Yeah, he does. So then, same magic. He can do that. He touches his nose and he goes up chimneys. Is that a thing? I didn't know that that was like an actual thing. I thought that was. I, I think Skylar asked about that too. She's like, why does he keep touching his nose? I'm like, that's a whole Santa thing. He like, with the touch of his nose, there he goes up the chimney. Oh. Something. I made that up, but <laughs> I that believe was real. you. Yeah. yeah. I, at first I thought maybe it was something to do with this Santa Claus's character. Like the, the opening scene is him in a bar just getting drunk. Right. And I thought maybe it was like, oh, you know, cocaine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but then you just, nice, then, but then nice I was like, sour. no, it, it has to be some sort of like Christmassy or like, Right. something and then you it just told is. me uh, Tim Allen can do that too mm-hmm. maybe well to be fair Tim Allen has been arrested for cocaine this is true so maybe that is wow, what it is full circle yeah interesting well who would you say would win in a fight between Tim Allen Santa Claus and David Harper Santa Claus um I think the uh toy Santa that Tim Allen brought to life would win against all three of them will that one commit murder would he yes over oh, uh 100 does that one have a hammer called Skull Crusher? He has a, I believe, a candy cane he calls Skull Crusher. Interesting. Really? No. Oh, man. I would have <laughs> believed you. Yeah, but he does put a bunch of, like, children to work mining coal. I mean, that seems pretty bad. I, I mean, guess it doesn't make him strong. Yeah, it's not great unless yeah. he uh, uses the energy from the children and he can, like, summon it into him. But, you know. Or, like, Santa as an Claus. army. Yes. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Now, David Harbour would skull crush the crap out of those kids. With yeah, you're probably right. He wouldn't be happy about it, but he'd do it. Yeah. Survival of fittest. That's right. Santa Claus is going to outlive us all. But, oh, of course. Happy holidays, by the way, Jeff. Hey, happy holidays. We didn't even say that at the start of the episode. Happy holidays, everyone. 
Yeah, everybody. We're Happy holidays. The holiday horror hour. By the time you listen to this, it'll be what night of Hanukkah? It will be... <clears throat> what? The fourth night? Fifth night. Wait, fuck me. Your European calendar over here? Yeah, it's my James Bond calendar that has a Monday as the start of the week. Like, it makes sense. Uh, it'll be night five is what you were asking me. Yes. All right. Uh, over the halfway point. That's correct. And also okay. uh, Christmas and Hanukkah can be happening around the same time. Hey. Or at the same time. Yeah. Wonderful. And those, I mean, those are the two holidays we celebrate. So it's true. Whatever you guys celebrate, happy that. Hey, you can't even say that anymore. Am I right? Yeah. Tim Allen. Got him. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> that is sounds that a dog? like ape. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a dog. There we go. We covered it all. A Bowser? I was going for Santa. Oh. My bad. That's a scary Santa. (laughs) Sure is. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a gremlin. Damn it. No, gremlins go. Mogwai does. Ah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Mogwai. Did we, so we forgot to mention in the Gremlins episode just before we move on, right? Of course, that um, who voiced Ma, the Mogwai? Howie Mandel, baby. <sighs> That's right. I cannot believe we forgot to drop that little tidbit of information. It's the weirdest fact of the whole fucking movie, and we didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know until I was at home and I was looking up some Gremlin fact for some reason. <laughs> oh, I was looking up Gremlins three. Ah, uh, yes. I was like, is this happening? What's going on here? There, here's my horror Howard news. Perfect. Um, I did research on Gremlins three. Chris Columbus yes. is like, yeah, I want to do it. Mm. I have an idea. I want to do Gremlins 3, and it's going to be, I want it to be more like Gremlins 1, not Gremlins yeah. 2. Which I stand by still being a pretty solid fun we movie. We will see. It is much more friendly than the first. It's not as dark, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, he's like, it's going to be dark. Good. But since then, yeah, they've they've come out with, or they're going to come out with an animated Gremlins Secret of the Mogwai. I saw that. Great cast, but I don't care about that. Yeah, same here. Um, it takes everything fun about Gremlins and just shits all over it and throws it out the window. Sorry, man. You seem really um, upset. So, but maybe he. they have also been quoted as saying, like, if that does well, then mm-hmm. it's inevitable that a third movie will come out. I hope because so. Because money. And yeah. studios like money. Um, but yeah, so that's my news. Hopefully uh, they hopefully they make it someday. So it's just that Chris Columbus wants to do another one. Unfortunately, there's not really any other... News I believe it. that's basically it. I, there yeah. might be a script or at least a treatment. And they're like, we would like to do this movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was like kind of in production at one point. Yeah. And then kind of stalled out for some other some reason. I don't know. That's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's WB, right? Warner Brothers. Good question. Because they're in a whole mess of chaos. And oh, totally. Nobody knows what's going on there. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure that hasn't helped it either way, too. Oh, well, maybe they'll get their shit together one day and we'll get a Gremlins 3 because I, so. I would love that. Yeah, but also, I liked the Gremlins commercial, the Mountain Dew Zero Sugar commercial. Yeah, wow, this is like just an extended Gremlins episode right now. Yep. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Christmas, bloody Christmas. <laughs> well, let's well, stay in the uh, the movie news area. Uh, okay. Were you all finished with your Horror Hour stuff? I was. Uh, well, I'm now. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Good. Way to rush me through Gremlins. You only let me talk about it for like 15 minutes. <laughs> you did want 20, but I said no. Yeah. I put my foot down. Uh, mm. Mm. So I did watch the movie Smile, which was it's, it came out this year. 
Yeah, it was the one that I kept using it using as an example for like, that's the kind of movie I don't want to watch. Yes, I don't like I went in thinking it was going to be absolute garbage. It came to Paramount Plus and it's free. Well, I mean, you know, free. So I put it on. I was bored and uh, it was not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. It was no, I thought I don't know what I thought it was going to be. Just kind of like a shitty generic like 90s feel. Yeah, the effects they're using like. Not that it was a bad effect, but the big smile thing was such a thing like in early 2000s mm-hmm. where it was like, we need to make something spooky. Just stretch out their mouth a little bit and they give them a big old mouth. And that's why I was like, it looks stupid. It's very similar to I'm just going to spoil bits of this movie because I don't really care. And I don't. I mean, if you so care about guys, this movie you, and you want to watch it on Paramount Plus, go for it. Maybe skip ahead five minutes. But the whole premise is that there's this force or this entity that follows you around it's a combination of it follows in the ring Mm. so somebody kills themselves or somebody sees this entity it's following them and it causes them to kill themselves within five days and then um whenever the person kills themselves they have to do it like in front of someone else and that's what passes the spirit along and it's pretty much that people kill themselves in front of other people and you smile because the entity has taken you over and that's when it makes you kill yourself and okay. that's pretty much the premise of it. It's just a woman who who's losing her mind. Acting was pretty good. There is a bit, though, that makes me laugh because she the main actress. I don't remember her name or what her name was in the movie, but she like locks herself away in a cabin because she wants to be away from people. That way, if she kills herself or possesses her, no one else will be watching. So mm-hmm. that'll essentially end it. Maybe it causes hallucinations and she's having a hallucination of her mom who killed herself i think in front of her when she was a kid so maybe she started it Mm, wasn't that okay no but it presents itself as her mom and then it turns into like the creature or you see it but it's still like wearing her mom's clothes and it has this like long hair i'm like this looks (laughs) this looks goofy that's like it's still upsetting to look at but i was like this is not as creepy as it could have been right just kind of goofy in the end she you know gets possessed by it kills herself in front of somebody and the cycle continues not the worst and then they're like the we will we'll, we'll hopefully make a second one i hope they don't yeah i it's, think they hope they do yeah probably i mean like it has a solid ending it's like y- you jump into the story it's already been happening and it's going to continue to keep happening and you're just seeing like a little segment of it which i thought was neat just yeah. keep it like that but okay. like you as you said if this movie made money i don't know if it did or not but if it does I'm sure they'll make a sequel. Oh, totally. Someone will. One final bit of Horror Hour news is that there was a teaser release for the newest Scream movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I watched that. Did you know what I I thought was very clever? What? Was it they used the M and they made the IV? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Is it the IV? The VI. The VI, yeah. Yeah, clever. It was like, and it cut the M and then blood dripped over the V, the Roman numerals for Yeah. Scream six. For six. So this is going to be a continuation from the previous Scream movie. The did that come out this year? Or last year? I think. Well, man, I honestly, don't even know at this point. It was pretty pretty recent within the past. Jenna two Ortega. Years. Jenna Ortega. Some other people. Other people. I mean, in the last one, it was David Arquette. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, he's dead. Monica Geller. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one. We did mention that Nev. Is it Nev Campbell? Nev. Yeah, she's not coming back. She will not be coming back. 
But in a recent interview with Jenna Ortega, she was saying that there's going to be so much chaos and it's going to like up the blood and up the kills. They won't even notice that she's not there. I do like that they've changed the scenery for this one. Yeah. For I think the first time. Well, you'll have um, to be the one to tell me this because. Yeah. I mean, I think I've seen all of them. I don't think I've seen Scream 4, but they usually take place just like in a town, right? Uh, yeah. It's like Nev Campbell's hometown. Yeah. Because it's like that. The whole point is that it's like, oh, the the. um it's become a myth kind of, you know, it's like, it's real, but also like the whole town talks about it. And then usually it's like copycat killings because they're like, people are obsessed with the myth of the, yeah. of, you know, the, or the story of, you know, the whole thing that happened. So this will be the first one that's not there. It's happening in New York. Sure is. New the York city, baby. Big Apple. Hey, I'm, I'm stabbing you. Ah, it's literally about to say that you just stole that, that really sweet, me. great joke. <laughs> it would have um, been. The teaser's great though. Yeah. I would say even if you're not into like, well, that's not true. Uh, even if you're not going to watch the movie, watch the teaser. It's a fun little teaser. Yeah, it's just all like all the characters from the previous movie and they're on a on the subway. Yeah. Halloween. Yes. I like that. It's taking place. Do they all take place during Halloween? Uh, I know. The I don't know. One does, I At think. least some of them do. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, they're on a subway. And like you said, everyone knows about the Scream killer. And so there are all these people wearing like the Scream mask. Mm-hmm. There's like the train is filled with them. It's other people in costumes, too. There was a cameo that I noticed. It was uh, somebody dressed up as Grace from Ready or Not. Hell yeah. Had the white dress and the the bullet like sash. Yeah. I forget what that's called. There was also I think it was a little cameo of like a mask from Friday the 13th Part 8. It's uh, Sick. like Undead Jason. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, that makes me think of those two movies going together when Jason took Manhattan and now oh, Scream's God. taken Manhattan. That's right. That's I, what it should be called. Scream. Takes Manhattan. Ghostface takes Manhattan. I think that actually would have been brilliant mm-hmm. because these movies are known for taking stabs at themselves <laughs> and being, you know, commentaries. And yeah, I think that would have been really fun. That's yeah. brilliant, man. That is one thing. So I do appreciate new movies and like, what do you call them again? They're like soft reboots. Yeah. Soft boots taking like these, these uh, franchises and really giving them a modern treatment and like really caring about the subject material and stuff. One thing I do think is missing is like some of the fun, Mm -hmm. you know, they get a little bit too like serious, which again is good because it makes it good. But I miss things like you, like you said, like Ghostface takes Manhattan would never be a title of a movie these days. Unfortunately. Yeah. And is that something that you, is that something that like attracts you to the Scream series? Because they always yeah. try to put in a little bit of fun. And like I said, they, they take stabs at themselves and other mm. horror movies. There's the whole, oh, yeah. Wait, was it Seth Green in the first one? Who's like, no, it wasn't Seth Green. Jamie no, Kennedy. it was uh, Jamie Kennedy. And he's like, yeah, you got to follow the rules. You were in a horror movie. Yeah, the whole point when it came out was that it was like, yeah, self-referential satire. and kind of a satire of horror movies and like. Yeah. Throws you off and plays against the tropes and stuff. And then now it is kind of, it just feels like a horror movie now. And it's like, well, that's too bad. But I think the newest one still had some pretty good. Yeah. The newest one was pretty good. Better than four. Four is probably the worst one. I don't honestly know if I've seen With that Hayden Penetier. I think she's coming back for this one, too. Oh, nice. I think so. Yeah, it wasn't her fault. It was just kind of like the writing was blunt. That's a bummer. And then the MTV TV show. What? So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you didn't know about the Scream TV show? Oh, you're right. You're right. And they yeah. tried to do like the new like Scream mask. Because they the... couldn't use Ghostface. Right. So they're like, uh, we'll just try and make our own, I guess. And I was like, that's no. <laughs> Did you what? watch it? 
I think I watched like half the first episode. Maybe we'll watch the Scream TV show at one point and we'll, and we could we'll just do, do a mini mini so we could do like the pilot or something. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, let's yeah. let's do that. All right. And well, I think we should review the Scream movies themselves as well. I think Oh, totally. We will eventually we'll have to. I know that's one of your favorite se- like horror series and it's just one that I've never like latched on to or really been mm-hmm. into. But I mean, I mean, I, I've enjoyed what I've seen of them. So well, like we've to, talked about. Do I want to say do we do have some rumblings of plans that we've been talking about, but we've never publicly talked about it. Let's do it now. There are multiple things that we could do. Like we wanted to maybe do like a scream marathon. Yes. Like a live thing where people could tune in and like hang out and watch scream the all the scream movies with us in mm-hmm. a row. Maybe we'll do that before the new one comes out. Ooh. And then the other thing was we're talking about possibly doing a Patreon. Yes. And one of the things that we would release on there would be mini episodes. Mm-hmm. So we would talk about the Scream TV show, would do the pilot, or maybe if we had a Patreon, we would do little mini episodes for each episode in the first season. I don't know if it lasted a whole season or not, but maybe. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, for the Patreon, I'd want to put little extra content, more commentaries on there. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an appropriate place than you know, releasing that as an episode. The only reason why we did the commentaries in the first place was because we were just short on time. And I was like, all right, well, let's just do these. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that'd be a good place to release more mm-hmm. or maybe just even do some episodes that aren't even about horror things. Maybe just dumb things that yeah. we like. And hey, if you like the Phantom and you want to hear us talk about that for an hour and a half, sign up on the Patreon. There you go. Yeah. Well, well, uh, well, We'll circle back. Yeah, we'll talk more about that if we actually end up releasing that or going through and making that. Yeah. And if you guys have any other ideas, too, if things that you'd like to hear us talk about, you'd be able to let us know and we could release it there. Let's see. With the Scream news out of the way, we talked about the two movies. I guess we're going to talk about. I guess we're done. That was oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So thanks for listening. Right? Yeah. Uh-oh. Did you? Is that a someone's knock? at the door again? Uh, can you get that door, Jeff? Yeah, hold on. Ho, ho, ho! Santa. Whoa, you're doing a lot of robotic-looking things. Murder. You look kind of like Steve. Murder. Murder. Uh oh. Just like in the movie we're about to talk about. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> I'm Santa, but a robot. Uh oh. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, yeah, we don't want you here. Bzz, my reindeer robots are here. Bye. <laughs> happy Christmas. Bzz, bzz, wow, dude. Bzz, bzz, you mean happy holidays? We don't all celebrate Christmas here, Santa. No, don't come back. Don't come back. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye, Santa. Man, I didn't say a word during that. Yeah, you were quiet through that whole thing. You made you you thrust me in front of you like a body shield. Well, as you did specifically say earlier, that is my my enemy. True. I'm glad he didn't lay eyes on you and your sweater. I would have. Oh, yeah. You are wearing a sweater with a menorah on it. And that's like, I mean, that's just a target for Santa Claus. Yeah. So I want you to know I was only using you as a body shield so you could take the like the bullets or the axe. He's like, good, just white Christians in this room. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the complete opposite of that. I'm like, yeah, totally. That's what I am. (laughs) Uh.
Wow, that Merry was, Christmas. Jesus. That was crazy. I love scene. Jesus. Santa here. Yeah. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> well, uh, with that fantastic intro to Santa, the holiday season, and horror, we're going to talk about Christmas Bloody Christmas from 2022, written and directed by Joe Bagos. The U.S. Defense Department has spent over a trillion dollars on the most cutting edge robot technology. Introducing Robo Santa Plus for the upcoming holiday season. What are you going to do this fine Christmas Eve? I was potentially going to go meet up with a dude. I've blown him off twice already, so come on. Get a drink with your old pal, Robbie. What's up with you two? I uh, just grabbed your drink. I talk her out of some tender trash. You didn't oh. talk me out of anything. Merry Christmas! Christmas. Ah, humbug. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! new animatronic state-of-the-art Santa Claus featured at our own TW Bonkers is now the subject of an international recall. As always, Jeff, let's have a holiday summary of the movie. All right. Do you uh, like how I'm really shoving in festive things, trying to be, you know, festive? Yeah, this is a... For this time of year. Really fucking extra festive episode, dude. So this movie, Christmas Bloody Christmas is about um, just like the edgiest group of friends you've ever seen in your life. So cool. Too cool for school. (laughs) Literally. We only fucking wear leather jackets and talk about records. Uh, And they are all horny and drink a lot and, and like to drink whiskey and talk shit about everyone. And then there, there are these Santa robots are just around because we'll explain why, but really it doesn't make any sense. And one of them decides, I'm just going to kill everyone. Um, and then he does. That's pretty much it. I don't know how you do it every time, Jeff. Like I say, I always read off the back of the box. <laughs> so just reading. Let's just start off by, like you said, talking about these characters. They are awful. Yes. They're unlikable. Mm-hmm. There is so much talking I mean, like, I get we're trying to get introduced to these characters. We start off with Tori and Robbie. And yeah, they work at a record store. It's Christmas Eve. And it's just like they're they're not real people. No, it's very much, you know, you can tell. Wow. I I will say the acting is pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them that. They were. But the dialogue they're delivering is like bad fake. I mean, it's like. You can tell it's written. Mm -hmm. It's not how people talk. Like it kind of isn't. It isn't. It's weird. Part of it is they have that kind of what you're saying. It's like Aaron Sorkin kind of like Gilmore Girls style of like that banter back and forth. There's no no one takes a breath ever. It's just like for 40 fucking minutes. It's like, oh, my God, dude. And it's all about. Literally all they talk about is like, no, you're fucking dumb. You like a Christmas story, you fucking loser. You normie piece of shit. What do you cruise Reddit all the time? They bring up Reddit like six times. It's like, what? Why? Why? Why are we watching this? And like you said, yeah, we do want to learn about the characters. and But it's like, but we do get that it. in the first 10 minutes tops. Yeah, and like have some there. There's there's just no depth. Mm-mm. It does. I will say they do remind me. I have met people who are similar to this. Mm-hmm. 
this does seem almost like a parody of those people, but it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's like the most literally they're all wearing leather jackets. She owns a fucking media store store, record store. And like the first thing we see is like, oh, I'm getting a gift for my girlfriend and like, oh, well, you should get her, you know, face huggers. 64 they have this album is the best because they're a bass player it's like oh it's just the wankiest circle jerk bullshit oh it was so frustrating and that continues for about 38 minutes yeah i was like can we pause really quick because i think something happened where i was like this is turning it seems like it's about to turn some something new is gonna happen so i was like this seems like maybe the end of this never-ending conversation between these two main characters and it was at 38 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, that turning point was Santa <sighs> coming to life. So that's right. I mean, again, there's so much just talking, nothing happening. We do meet two other characters. I have their names written down. Do I? I don't remember who, you know, really. We have Lana and Jay and they're at a toy store. They're staying there the night. And the movie does start off with a little intro saying there are these robot Santas that are going to be at certain stores and they were created by the military. Yeah, it was like, oh, they were, mil- yeah, uh, multi-million dollar military robots mm-hmm. that for some reason they're like, we're not using them anymore. So we'll turn them into mall Santas. I guess so. To keep or- your kids safe. Remember, it was like, we don't want any of these like strangers being Santa anymore. That's right. Oh, yeah. That like went right over my head. Like, What are you? Because ta- I was very intently like this. May- uh, it makes no sense. But is it fun that it doesn't make sense or not? And I honestly landed on not fun. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, you know, it didn't make sense. Gremlins. But you know what? It was fun. Great time. Yeah. This movie, it was like, uh, so this little indie record store has a multi-million dollar military robot man. The toy store had it, not the record store. Or the, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Still, though. <laughs> Sorry, dude. And also, it was just like posted up in the front of the store. So mm-hmm. the mall Santa thing is bullshit. It was just like it just felt very rushed. Like the writer was like, who cares? Whatever. No one cares. Which I mean, I guess in a movie like this, you're really not supposed to think too much about it. Right. right? You're supposed to turn your brain off when you're watching. See, this. But the problem is, I think I've just realized why it frustrated me so much. For the amount of exposition in this fucking movie, mm-hmm. they also just do not care. They do not. So it's like, if you're not going to care, you have to get into the action right away. And they did not do that. Instead, they're like, what if we just could give a shit about what's happening? But we will listen to these two people talk for 40 for the fir- first full half of the movie. <sighs> going to be right there, man. It's going to be a lot of me yelling. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, like we we're saying. Tori and Robbie are hanging out on Christmas Eve. They're going drinking at a bar. They meet their friend Lana and Jay for a hot second. They're like, hey, what's up? Dropping off his bottle. That's when we see the robot Santa just hanging out. When Tori and Robbie are at the bar, there is a little newscast that's happening. And it's uh, them talking about how these robot Santas are being recalled. Yeah, they're like, "Uh oh, something bad is happening. And she's like, bar guy, can you turn that off? That shit's depressing, which is very much like, I don't watch the fucking news. I'm a little punk. Mm -hmm. And they're like doing shots of whiskey at the bar. And like, again, still, what are we at? We've only talked about five minutes in. We're 25 minutes in already. Yeah. All I've done is complain about the characters. (laughs) And we're like, and they're at a bar now. And it's like 25 minutes have passed. 
And still, like, they're talking about, like, oh, music, fucking. I only like fucking Christmas music sucks ass. I only <laughs> like that one song by the Ramones. <laughs> You're going to be okay, man. <laughs> Her little leather jacket with the iron-on patch on yeah. the back. Ugh. And the dude, okay. No, I'm not hating on mullets, okay? Yes. The main character dude, a little mustache and a mullet. Mm. It very much feels like the modern, almost like the modern hipster in a way yeah i can see that like i only listen to fucking you know dusty the dusty killers or whatever oh you like (laughs) mainstream music you dumb shit well fuck you fuck you a lot of that too a lot of them just saying fuck you to each other yeah because they're like edgy and cool and not like they're it felt like they're trying to do like these characters like each other but in like a new edgy way that's exactly what they're doing yeah Oh, anyway, God. sorry. Well, no, no, no. I mean, you're saying exactly what I want to. There's <sighs> there's like a five minute conversation, too, where they just talk about masturbating. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, will you fucking this guy's dick is in his hand hard and he's looking at a picture of you on Tinder. Oh, what is this guy whisper singing and wearing eyeliner? Not cool like me. Look at me. Why don't we fuck? And she's like, uh, you're my employee. We can't. fuck. it's just like. The, it felt, you know what it felt like? It What's felt that? like um, hanging out with two insufferable people I've for an hour. Done that before, and yeah. I hated it. I was like, I recognize you guys. <laughs> it's exhausting I to be around this. them. Yeah, yeah. And that weird thing of like, clearly, you guys just want to fuck each other. Mm-hmm. Just go do that somewhere else. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Don't, I don't want to see that. Ugh. The most like infuriating, annoying flirting I've ever seen. Well, let's just jump in from there it is 38 minutes into the movie and this is the turn that happened that you mentioned Mm -hmm. the robot santa i guess it gains sentience or something happens where it decides to just murder lana and jay in the store they're banging and then you just see santa you see like the first person through through robot santa's perspective Mm -hmm. and he just walks around the corner and grabs an axe and then we get our first two kills of the movie that's right thank god yeah, as as Santa's approaching, we get really cool dialogue like uh, if you, uh, you know, I bet you so and so if I lose the bet, you'll have to eat my ass. And he's like, why don't I just do it right now? It's like, OK, cool, edgy dialogue, dude. Yep. And then Santa approaches from behind while they're having sex. And we have kill number one. Jay gets an axe. This confused me to the back. Know, I guess so. Well, it looked I guess like to the head? back. Well, it was weird because it looked like he struck him just like right in the back, but he split from the top down like a banana peel. Yeah, that's why I, I think I even asked. He was like, yeah, you're like, what? wait, what just happened? <laughs> how, did, how did that happen? I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's he's a robot. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, we have kill number two. Santa grabs Lana and he just starts smashing her head into like a counter. Yeah, like a display counter. And I was... I was initially like, wow, they're showing some restraint because we're not seeing her face like get smashed into. I mean, we're seeing it hit, but we're not seeing like every time. The gruesome detail. Yeah, like the face, the head gets pulled back. It would be like a more smashed in bit. I was like, oh, they're being right. slightly reserved. So I was wondering how they were going to go with this movie. Me too. I was kind of like, huh, I thought this was going to be this was going to be more. I mean, the, to be fair, the first kill was down the middle. So I was like, OK, there's that. But it was a quick cut. True. It was fairly it didn't fast. linger. Yeah. And I think that they did a pretty good job. I don't know if a good job is, is the right word to say, but they, they held back for the most part on a lot of these skills. Some of them 
They were fast. Yeah. And they happened, but they didn't linger except for maybe one or two kills. Yeah. Like they were pretty brutal, but it wasn't a lot of like lingering, which I'll give them that. That's one of the things I don't like about horror movies is when they really like have a death be brutal, Mm -hmm. like have a dude's face get crushed, which we do have happen. But like when they just clearly are like, look how fucking gross this is. They do like a zoom in and then it slowly crushes and then it like a different angle. It's just like, okay, dude, I don't know. We get it. So there's that. I appreciated that, I guess. I appreciate that just in in my love of horror. Yeah. But this. Yeah, I was like, all right, interesting. They're not going too over the top, which I don't know if was hurt or helped this movie. Right. In my eyes. I feel like in a movie like this, you just need to go fucking all out. Just hardcore. Yeah. I will say, too, by the way, I forgot to mention the color palette, just Mm -hmm. the look of the movie overall. I like very unique. Mm -hmm. I kept going back and forth. Part of me liked it. It was clearly like a the whole vibe of the movie was like punk rock. It was almost like a like a band flyer. But the whole movie was a very grungy. They added like noise and like dust scratches and little burns and stuff and super saturated, super high contrast. Lots of, like you pointed out, neon lights, like blues and pinks. and Which I absolutely love in an aesthetic. That was pretty cool. And I think that they chose the perfect time of year because Christmas, there are lights up everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I love just the the way that they looked in certain shots. And Mm -hmm. I think it looked good on this kind of filter, whatever they use, the the graininess. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very interesting. I, I enjoyed that bit about the movie. Me too. Let's see. So next in my notes, I just have these people are exhausting. Yep, I already said that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to look through my notes. I'm like, damn, three quarters of my notes are just me shitting all over these people. For good reason. But they do get killed. The, these first two. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're dead. The two are two main characters. Tori is her name. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, Tori and Robbie. Robbie, uh, they're walking by home from the bar. And they hear. They hear them being murdered. Yeah. But, but they hear her face being like slammed into the thing and her kind of screaming yeah and they're like nice I She's, bet they're banging yeah and oh. of course in in perfect character manner they say something like uh dang laying down that pipe and and he's like yeah she's getting gaped for sure or something like that and i was like cool <laughs> Ugh. very cool guys Ugh. well they end up going back to tori's house Again, it's just more of the whole, will they, won't they? No, they mm-hmm. absolutely will. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're just going to be super obnoxious and we have to sit here and watch this. Great. Yeah. And it's very, something about it was just so like, like look how cool she is. She like nut taps him. Cool. It's just like, uh, it felt like um we had talked about it at one point. It's like watching 13 year olds. Yeah. Kind of. It was essentially, yeah, just in older bodies, I guess. Yeah. They're like, this is what's cool, right? What if I nut tap him? It's like, it's like we're flirting, but also like we're not lame. <laughs> what if like we just scream at each other and like talk shit about each other? That probably makes us cool and not lame. Mm. And then we'll and then we'll just fucking binge drink a bunch of whiskey and fuck. It's like, OK, sure. For some reason, Santa decides to does he follow them or is he just wandering around? He No, he follows them. What I think happened is because he was like listening in the store Mm -hmm. and he overheard the first two who got killed be like, oh, do you think they're going to fuck? And the dude said something like about the guy getting his dick chopped off. I don't know, something where I was like, oh, maybe the robot was like, 
I enemies. Guess. I don't know. I couldn't. I was trying so hard to be like, why would he care? Yeah. To follow them all the way home from. See, I, I think maybe I'm assuming they live pretty close by because Robert Santa wanders into like a little neighborhood mm-hmm. where Tori is staying and then he just comes across them. And well, he ends up coming across their neighbors first. He busts into their house and we have kill number three. The neighbor gets an axe into the back. It was kind of cool because Santa just threw that across the room and the neighbor's trying to crawl up the stairs. And then we get a head crushing scene of mm-hmm. Santa's foot just smashing it into a stair. This big old Santa boot. Which I think was one of the kills I'm going to say was more of the gory. Bit. Well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because it showed the dude's head mush. Yeah. On the stair. Yeah, yeah. That was brutal. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> you sicko. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, though. Yeah. On his way to mush this guy's face on the stairs, mm-hmm. it did show. So it showed Tori and Robbie trying to get in his car and the Santa like approaches right as they drive off. Oh, remember? Yeah. yeah so yeah, that's when yeah. I was like, oh, he's following them. I see. Because he's like, uh, 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 and walks up to the car and looks all sinister. And I'm like, for some reason, it's following them. Guess so. Um, but then, yeah, it goes and smushes that guy's face. Then we have two more kills. We have, I guess, that guy's the, wife. Yeah, his wife gets an axe to the face. It's the back end of the axe, right? Yeah, he turns it for some reason, bonks her in the eye. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty grisly. Yeah, it was. In, I that was one lingered. surprised because it like chonked into her face and then it showed her face like and she's moving her mouth. Yeah, I was like, well, that was a cool effect. A lot of these bodies also just seemed really rubbery. Oh, very much so. It was low budget. Yes. And like he'll throw some bodies and it's like, well, that's oh a my dummy, God, yeah. obviously, but it was funny. <laughs> After the wife gets killed, then there is the kid who you were talking to me. You're like, is this, is he going to kill this kid? And I'm like, no, he's not. Because that's where that. you kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, you're riding. Where's a line the line there? at? Because yeah. killing kids is very like specific line to cross. How does the kid get it? Well, first he looks up at Santa and is like, Santa, what are you doing here? Where's my parents? And then oh, yeah, I thought he, Santa was going to jump off and like crush him. Yeah, honestly. yeah, he's like looking down from a balcony from upstairs. And then that didn't happen. I was like, oh, he's not and then die. the kid instead goes to the Christmas tree and starts fucking unwrapping presents in the what middle a of the dickhead. night. Little asshole. And then Santa comes down and just stands behind him and watches him, which. um, Oh, he gets an axe, right? Oh, yeah. Santa, his, his gets, chosen weapon is the axe now. Yeah, he just carries his like fire axe through the entire movie. Mm hmm. Yeah, how does the kid get it? I think he gets it to he the just face. Turns and around, a quick cut. You're right. Boom! Axe to the. Oh no no! We, we see the kid standing there, and he's raising the axe. And then this is when Tori looks out the window, and then we see the kid get killed by Santa as she sees it as well. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god! I just th- I think the kid just got killed next door." And she's like, "Oh, find a phone! Find a phone!" And then she's also staying at the same house as her sister and her brother-in-law, who ah, oh, this is something that annoyed me. As they're entering the house, they're like, we had to be really quiet because we don't want to wake up my sister and the brother-in-law. And then the entire time that they're there, they're just blasting music. Yeah, they put on a record in the fucking living room, blasting it. They're screaming at each other again about movies and bands and about how they're too cool for school. And they're making nachos and drinking whiskey. And And then as soon as she sees this kid get murdered, she's like, you know, we got to call the police. We got to get out of here. And she goes to a door. I thought she didn't go down like a hallway. But literally, the first door or she like, opens, yeah. right next to everything, is where her sister and the brother-in-law are asleep. Yeah, it's just a bedroom. Like, hey, we're right off the kitchen, guys. And they're like, oh, what? Hello? It's like, how? No, there's no way you slept through that. Bananas. Also, by the way, for some reason, 90% of the dudes in this movie have oh yeah, long, dark hair and either mustaches or beards. Uh, so much so that I kept confusing characters with each other. 
Oh, like me the too. guy who got his face mushed, we're both like the neighbor. We're like, is that is that the sheriff from earlier? Yeah, he showed up at the bar and he just you know was just being a cock an asshole. Yeah, like yeah, fucking uh, give me some whiskey. It kind of felt this whole movie kind of felt like um the Christmas tree killing one from uh, our mini episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Where uh, everyone kind of all the dudes acted a little bit like fucking bullshit. Fuck. Yeah. yeah take whiskey. Shit. Fuck. I was like, what? Why? Well, who are these people? And like that made sense in that universe. But this one. Yeah. Just it was like, like, well, I mean, what? I guess if all of these people are I guess already this is just the like universe, you know, talking nonstop about. Yeah. Hell, it's just, just like shitty grizzly it's just a shitty universe. Yeah. So anyway, but into what you were saying about everyone kind of looking the same. I have a quote that you said. This is the long hair beard gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we meet some cops later on who also other cops who also have like beards and long hair. Yeah, a lot of. And then there's another neighbor with long hair and a beard. Well, the two cops that get killed first, we'll get to it. But they're both bald. Yes. Wasn't it just one? No, it was the dude who originally shows up. Uh-huh. Yeah, the bald and guy. And then the and then the cop they send away to go to go help him out was right, also a bald was guy. Bald. And then the two bearded, long-haired guys stay back and they say, fuck, fucking bullshit, fuck, hey, shut the fuck up. I'm like, okay. Everyone is so unpleasant. Yeah. Santa sees Tori witness the murder, and this is, I guess, when he latches onto her completely. Yeah, this is the where the cat and mouse game begins. He throws a body, I think it's the body of the kid. I believe so. Through the window, and it hits Robbie. And then Santa's about to use the axe on Robbie, but Robbie picks up the body Again, a very rubbery body, uh, but he uses it as a meat shield. Yeah, that funny. was pretty funny. And then the body gets stuck on the axe and you just see Santa throw the body across <laughs> the room and everyone's freaking out. And then we have two more kills. We have kill number six and kill number seven. We see the sister get her neck snapped. Yeah. And then we have a bit of an off screen kill. It's the brother in law. Uh, Who sucked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everyone's like freaking out. They're like, be quiet. Be quiet. There's someone out there. Get the keys. He's like, what? Get the keys. What like, keys? They're like, and they're like, oh, shut, shut, shut the fuck up. up. There's someone outside. Okay, I'll get the keys. Fine, geez. Well, you don't have to be so... It's like, this guy needs to die. Mm-hmm. Even more, honestly, even more than the main characters who I'm already like, well, fuck these people. He needs to die way more. Just real fast. Yeah, like... Real grisly. I'm so glad he died. But we don't see it. Yeah. I think we see dead. him backing up and you see the shadow. I think You had to tell me this because I was writing yeah, the note Yeah, he's down. like laying down and like, you know crawling backwards like oh no 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 and then you're ah and the axe goes up and then it cuts to a different scene Tori. oh we did skip over sorry we did What's skip that? over there's a like a pretty pretty uh intense sex scene oh he's just going down on her yeah, they're, yeah. they're not doing it at all no, oh no, no, yeah no. there it's I mean, it's when yeah one of the murder it's the murder of the neighbor while the exactly that's why i wanted to bring it up because it's a it flashes back and forth between her having an orgasm mm-hmm. you know uh robbie's going down on her while the the wife gets axed in the face, right? It, it, was, it was either the husband or the wife. Yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah. But it was yeah, flashing back and forth during one of the kills. Yeah, which it was like the parallel of like I did kind of like you know it's sex and death go hand in hand, pain and pleasure. Yeah, it's very Hellraiser. I was gonna say in the worst way. Yeah, yeah. Good for uh, for showing you know a guy going down on a girl. We need yeah. more of that in movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the whole thing, right? It's like yeah, not showing women's pleasure. Exactly. Power to this movie for that. Anyways, we're going back to Robbie and Tori. Man, I completely keep forgetting her name. Robbie and Tori, they bust out of the house. They're in Robbie's car trying to get away. 
they smash into a neighbor's car. Another long haired bearded man. Mm-hmm. He comes out and he's all like, oh, get out of the fucking car. You hit my car. And they're like, oh, my God, he's behind you. Yeah, Turn around. Turn around. And then kill number eight. The other neighbor gets an axe like through the head and that splits as well. Yeah, yeah, he splits down like to the shoulders, maybe <laughs> same thing, like downside, like down the middle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Robbie freaks out, backs the car up, hits a tree. I guess they're like kind of like fucked up from that, right? Yeah, they're more they're like in shock a little bit. Yeah. So they're kind of like, uh, like even before they start driving, she's like, dude, Robbie, go, go, go. And he's just sitting there like, mm-hmm. doesn't he throw the the split head guy through the window? Yeah, and that's what causes them to back up. Yeah. And then he jumps on their car. Santa jumps on their car, pulls out the windshield. Classic. He loves pulling out windshields. He tosses Robbie's body out of the window, right? Yeah, he grabs him and pulls him out of the car and throws him to the ground. And then he's like, hold on, let me go get my axe. Right, because he fucking loves this axe. Yeah. yeah. And he just robots off, grabs his axe. And Robbie, yeah, he's definitely in shock at this point. He's fucked up. He's trying to like crawl up onto the hood of the car. And, and Tori's just like honking the horn like, Robbie, get up. Robbie, get up. Beep, beep, beep. I just want to like draw attention to us some more. Beep, mm-hmm. beep. It's like, get out of the car. I mean, you know, who knows what you would do if a killer Santa was coming at you with a axe, axe. But See, this kill kind of took me by surprise because as shitty as a person as Robbie was, I kind of expect them to make it through the whole movie. Yeah, he was a main character. I mean, from the very beginning. Yeah, main I thought character. it going yeah, to be those two, but we have kill number nine on our hands. Robbie gets his face fucking pulped. Axe. And that was one that was also very like grisly. Also just felt very abrupt. Yes. It wasn't one of those like main character deaths that you'd expect. Like where a it's long like thing, a long like, drawn out thing. No! Like he yeah, he dies for her or something, you know. Yeah. It was just like, oh no, you're dead. It was like, here you go, dude. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on. I was like, oh, I guess Robbie had to listen to this dude talk for 40 fucking minutes for nothing. Now he's never gonna talk again. Yep. They did manage to call the police. Before Robot Santa broke in. So an officer shows up, a not long haired, bearded man. That's how you know he's gonna go. Mm-hmm. He shows up and he just fucking uses that shotgun on Santa. Yeah, boom, like, boom, boom. Real quickly, which good for him. And I like that he didn't go over to the body to like examine it immediately. I mean, I'm sure that's what you want to do to confirm the death, but also it's like this girl is freaking out right now. He's yeah, trying to and calm they both her. still think he's it's a person. Yeah. So she's like, uh, are you sure he's dead? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I shot him like three times with a shotgun. He's yeah. dead. But then um, as they're arguing, as Tori is just screaming, Robot Santa sits back up and a bit of a classic Michael Myers type deal. The mm-hmm. whole boom, yeah, 90 degrees sit up, grabs his axe. He goes after that windshield. Yep. Stomps up on the car, pulls it right off. We have kill number 10. The officer gets it. How did he get it? Well, he pulls the windshield off the car. Uh huh. Officer man shoots Santa with a shotgun. Santa right. flies back again. He gets out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes over to shotgun him again. And then Santa. I think he like, uh, likes like, the gun or he shoots the cop somehow. Yeah. He gets it from him, like blasts the cop in the face. Some of these kills, again, weren't that splattering creative. blood all over Tori. That's right. Oh, yeah. I think his head. I think, yeah, he got shot in the like, head <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah she's covered in blood. And I just I kind of always like that whenever a character just gets covered in blood because it's like, oh, yeah, no shit is fucking off the chain right now. Yeah. To me, I was like, uh, man, this kind of reminds me of um, Ready or Not. Yeah. The look. But it just makes me want to watch Ready or Not. I'm like, that movie was good. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. At this point, Lori just. 
Lori, Tori. <laughs> I might have been saying your name wrong the whole time. No, you've been saying Tori. Okay, I have Lori written down, but I think you're right. I think it is Tori. Uh, oh, you mean like her name might not be Tori? Yeah. I'm gonna be really disappointed in myself. Let's just keep calling her Tori. All right. So Tori does what she needs to, and she just fucking takes off in the car and she runs Santa over. Which good for her. Again, that would kill a normal man, but she does not know it's a robot Santa. She runs him over a couple times. Yeah. She ends up coming across the other police that were called into the scene and she gets out and she's covered in blood. She's in a stolen officer's car there. There's so much yelling right now. They're like, mm-hmm. get on the fucking ground. She's like, there's a robot Santa or there's a killer Santa. And it's just, oh my God, it was so much, so much. There's yelling. so much yelling. The whole movies, <laughs> like they yelled at each other the whole beginning of the movie too. Mm-hmm. So she gets taken back to the station. We meet more of the long hair beard gang. And yeah, the cops, um, by the way, do not read her Miranda rights. They don't do anything fully. At this point, literally, I was like, maybe they're working for the company that made the Santas. I didn't even think about that. Because they're like, hey, bitch, fucking or cuffing her like, shut the fuck up. I was like, and yes, cops suck. And that's kind of the Ag- what they do. Agreed. But there's a level of like sucking while still looking and acting like a cop. Instead of it's, just, they're small town cops. My argument for that is that she, again, she's covered in blood and she's in this officer's Stolen car. police car. The uh, windshield is busted out. So she could be a murderer, honestly. Totally. And, they, and they do think that. So that's my one thing where I'm like, all that's right. That's why yeah, you gotta read those Miranda rights. Yeah. Because otherwise you can just let her go. Mistrial, baby. Interesting. I'm a police, I don't know if, I'm a police officer. Yeah, I was there and they're like, nice try, fucker. You don't have long, dark hair. Stay in the car, bitch. And I was like, whoa, what's happening? I was just going to get out and calmly read her Miranda rights and handcuff her, our suspect. And they're like, nice try, you stupid piece of shit. Are they shooting you? Shooting me? No, that was um, uh, them opening and closing their doors really hard. <laughs> I see. Yeah. And this like cocking and shooting motion I was doing was more like a. Uh, yeah, they were shooting me. <laughs> Man, it's funny that their uh, their cams stopped working at that same time too. Huh? Yeah, 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 it's funny. Yeah, weird. EMPs. Yeah, they're being nice to me, <laughs> and they're they just oops, they nudge their camera <laughs> turned off. Well, they do send one officer, so two officers show up. The not he's just another bald guy. He gets exactly. sent to go check on this. Send Santa. with a bald guy. They're like red shirts. And our uh, Star Trek uh, uh, reference of the episode. Robot Santa. So he goes and dies. She's <laughs> taken back to the to the precinct. At least the sheriff is kind of he's like, all right, I know you didn't kill him. What's going on? It's yeah, hard like, to there's believe. There's a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. You're covered in blood. Like, I, I, I'm listening to you, but it's hard to believe that there is a man dressed as Santa. Does she know it's a robot at this point? Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. No, because she's like, they're Check like the, toy the store. Sheriff Dickhead over here. Who, or Not Sheriff. I did call him Sheriff Dickhead. But uh, Deputy Dickhead. Yes. That's way better. <laughs> Deputy Dickhead um, could give a shit and he's not listening. Yeah. And he's like, oh, was Santa coming to kill you? Or whatever. And she's like, dude, it's a fucking guy dressed like Santa Claus murdering people. Yeah, check the toy store because he's wearing the same outfit. Yeah, it's like the same outfit from the store. And oh, no, you should check on my friends because they're probably dead. Yeah. And the sheriff's like, oh, I don't know, you know, this and that. And the other guy's like, me, 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 me. And then I think they get a call at that point. 
and that's when they find out the it's, other um, officer he's is like, dead. Check on. We haven't heard back from the people. Yes. Check on them. And he's like, I already fucking did. And he's like, go double check. God damn. So tiring. Yeah. And he does. And then. <sighs> and he's like, no response. No response from anyone. Not from the ambulance. Not from the police. Like, I've checked all the people. There's no backup. And that's when she's like, what's happening? What the fuck's going on? And they're like, we're going to go check it out. And they're it's like, like strapping up. up and like leather or not leather jackets. <laughs> I mean, it would fit with the rest it would of the fit movie right in. They're like putting on fucking denim jackets with studs on them. <laughs> fucking let's jam the Ramones, dude. Let's hey, go. Metallica. Um, yeah. Metallica. Fuck. Um, <laughs> was that a note of yours? Metallica. Fuck. Metallica. Fuck. <laughs> you know what album was better is their second one. Once they cut their hair or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Well, that's when they hear an ambulance coming and Tori is just like, oh, it's him. Yeah. He's and they're coming. like, what the fuck is that? Because no response. They're yeah. like, that can't be our guys. And, and it wasn't because it comes blasting through and it, it hits a, a cop car. Yeah. And two things happen. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not what you'd expect when you hit a parked car. Uh uh-uh. One is that the car splits perfectly in half and the cleanest cut you've ever seen splits in two and parts ways. While at the same time exploding everywhere, and like a huge <laughs> everything goes on fire. It was like, what was what was in that car? Yeah, I think you said, oh, so you hit the exploding car, did you? Yeah, goddamn C four car. <laughs> and they're like, oh god, it like blasts out the windows. It's like, what ignited the gasoline in that car exactly? Magic Santa, Santa magic. There you he, go. You, well, right before he hits. Uh, he does if his you slow nose down candy. the movie, yeah, you can see him touch his nose, <laughs> and then the fucking cop car explodes. So on top of that exploding, a few other things now begin to happen. Possibly the power went out to... No, never mind, that's not true. The power did not go out. No, no, mm, you might think so, because none of the phones were working. <laughs> For some reason. So the cops, they're like, oh shit, let's go check it out. The sheriff goes out, and the deputy, they're like, stay here, we'll, we'll check it out. We have the sheriff go around the ambulance and we have an on-screen death. Oh, yeah, kill number 11. He gets it somehow. You just hear like shots go uh, off and yeah. yell. On screen. It's kind of an on-screen, off-screen. Oh, yeah. You because he's behind the ambulance and you hear death boom, happen. Boom, boom, boom. And, and Tori looking out the window from inside is like, what the fuck is happening? And then you see the sheriff shithead. That's what we'll call him. Uh-huh. Comes flying over the ambulance again, a dummy, clearly uh-huh. a dummy, and lands on the car and instantly is burning. Yep. And like f- cooked meat mm-hmm. right away. And then that's when we have Deputy Dickhead like, come out from behind the ambulance, pointing his gun. And then we see Santa just come out. That's uh, Vader, I think. Um, and then pushes mullet deputy up against the car and and forces Uses the shotgun under his chin. Yeah. Boom. Blows his head out through the top of his skull. Yeah, death number out. 12. 12. Yeah, other cop gets headshot. While Tori's watching this whole time. And then this is when she tries to use the phone, but they don't work for some reason. And then the power gets cut. Yeah. And we both yeah, looked at each other. She's checking on the phones like, hello, hello, anyone, anyone? And you were like, uh, <laughs> why don't the phones why work? Why don't the phones work? Because like Santa's just out front fucking around. Yeah. And then, yeah, the power is cut. I was like, okay, but uh, whatever. Santa makes his way into the building and after she hit him with the car, bits of him, of his like robotic 
self are starting to show, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. It comes in. He has like a glowing green chin for some reason. Yeah. Some other lights on him. Flashing thing on his cheek. Very like very data mm-hmm. from, you know, from his like his head piece will come off and it's like like blinking lights for no reason. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. So Santa comes in and she's hiding under a desk. And I have a quote that you also said. You said, this is why you don't hide under desks. He's a fucking robot. Yeah. I was like, what are you what are you doing? Leave. There's yeah. other doors. There's windows everywhere. She has a shotgun, too. He comes and like <laughs> starts flipping desks over. It's He's like and everything you're under one of those holding yes. holding your weapon, a shotgun, which mm-hmm. has been used countless times against this guy to yes. no effect still though so it's like uh maybe just go somewhere anywhere else and we have a second or a, we have a third reference to ready or not uh that we kind of brought up because she's not hiding underneath the desk and she's trying to quietly load the shells into the shotgun mm-hmm. and you're like ready or not yeah i was like hey it's like that scene in which i thought was gremlins yeah. and then you're like no ready or not and i was like oh that's right where she's like hiding behind the kitchen island. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying to slowly load a shotgun, which was a great scene. And once again, that was a much better movie than this movie. Yes. Yeah. We just want to keep reiterating. <laughs> just go watch Ready or Ready Not. Ready or Not is great. great movie. It's a blast. Yeah. Excellent movie. This movie, it was if we'll get to it. We will. It's an independent, you know, we yep. get it. So she's hiding under the desk. He flips over. Every single desk in the room, but the one, one that after she's another, under. boom, 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 gets to her desk, pauses, slowly walks around, stands right in view of her holding an axe. Why? Because Fun. that's the shot that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he walks to the other side of the desk. And yeah, that's when I was like, if he doesn't fucking flip her desk over, that's it. I'm going to make you turn the movie off. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have been that upset. Yeah, you'd be like, fuck it. I'd off. be like, we'll just review what we've watched. Yep. And we'll just watch we'll Black Christmas about. or something instead. I mean, like, th- this is pretty much where we're in the end of the movie for the most part. She grabbed a taser at some point, too. Mm-hmm. And Robot Santa's holding her by the throat or by the hair, and she tasers him. Oh, man, I have, like, a bunch of lines. He does flip the desk. He does. Well, oh, I just yeah. want to make I don't sure that, that we're, yeah. I, as much as I want to shit on this movie, I will. He does flip the desk. So she tasers him a few times, and he falls, and his glowing bits start stop glowing. Mm-hmm. And then you said, yeah, throw the taser. Good idea. Yeah, she tases him. The one thing that's worked so Stopped far. Stopped him, yeah. And he falls down, and her instinct, instead of, like, either tasing him multiple times mm-hmm. or taking the one thing that works... And keeping it leaving with it, maybe getting a cop car, driving to another state. She's like, you fucker and throws the taser at the ground. Cool. And then like starts to leave. Yeah. Yeah. She Uh, gets in the ambulance that apparently is still working or maybe it's a different ambulance. I don't know. She starts to drive off. She thinks she's all good, but she is not. Robot Santa sits back up and he jumps on the back of that ambulance and he is riding it for a hot minute there and she's swerving and she buckles up and she slams it into the car and that launches Santa through the windshield that mm-hmm. he absolutely hates. Yep. I thought that, I don't know, this is when I started to feel the movie for sure. Like this movie is only an hour and 27 minutes, but it felt so much longer. Well, the the whole like he's down, now he's up again routine. Yeah. Non-fucking-stop in this movie. And not Constantly. in a way that's like, no way, he's still going. It was like, we get it. Just don't make him go down. Yeah. Just have him keep coming. It's just so like, I don't know. Do you think he's dead? No, clearly not. (laughs) 
at this point, yeah, she's like looking at Santa. He's trying to like get his body up and it's, I think it goes in a little bit of slow-mo as she's like walking around the cars. And then she makes the idea to use the ambulance to push another car on top of Santa or at least pin his arm. And I just have in my notes. This is so dramatic. The yeah, music right. was dramatic. It was again, slow ish motion. Yeah. Like slow guitar music. I, was yep, like, I okay. have that in my notes too. There's just like guitar licks going on like nineties guitar. Yeah. And she uses a bit of her shirt. She puts that in the gas tank yeah. and then she lights that and explodes Santa. And for a hot minute, I thought they were going to do a shot of, it's just going to be like Terminator. Mm-hmm. You just see the skeleton remains of the robot walk out of the fire. And I was like, oh, they should do that. But no, oh, they totally. didn't do that. Again, uh, missed opportunity. There's so many things they could have done in this movie. Like that, a scene like that. Give him some dumb catchphrases, maybe. Zzz, zzz, like, ho, ho. Make it dumber, basically. They make it dumber or make it cooler. You can't yeah, they needed to lean and bland middle ground. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah, bland middle ground is the perfect way to put it. That's the tagline for this movie. Well, she is conveniently right next to her record store. So she goes in there and she's like, whoo, what a day. Hooey. Robot Santa, bits of him are burning off. So he tears his arm off. It's still pinned under the car. And he now has laser eyes for some reason. I like that. This green. Yeah, I was like trying to explain that to myself. Like why? I thought. Why? Maybe it's because it's a bit of hardware that's from the other robots that are used in war. Because mm. you know, these are based off of military grade things and you would use that. Yeah, like got activated by all the damage. Maybe Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that like they didn't need to take out. Right. Man, we are thinking way too much about this one bit. <laughs> We're just trying to make it work. You know? <laughs> yeah. He has laser eyes and he busts into the store. And again, this is when I'm feeling it because it's more of the cat and mouse. It's the him getting back up. She has a sword in this store from, I don't know, some sort of stand or some statue. She impales Santa. It's wonderful. You think he's dead, but he's not. Surprise, surprise again. She fucks off for a second, and then you see Santa start moving again, and he pulls the sword out. And I really thought we were going to see Santa with a fucking sword just tear shop. Again. But no, he loves this fucking axe that he's been holding on to this whole time. Well, if he used the sword, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So we should have him pick up his axe again. Yeah. Or maybe I thought he was going to be dual wielding. It's like, yeah. you're going to fight a robot Santa with an axe and a sword. Woman, you're fucked. Yep. But he doesn't. Picks up the axe and he gets Tori in the ankle a little bit with the axe and she eats shit. And then she comes up with the idea of like sprinklers. You know, his more of his wires and shit are exposed. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll stop him. She manages to set them off. She also gets her like a few fingers cut off. Yeah, she tries to pull herself up on like a record player yeah. and he goes bonk with the axe and cuts that, off some fingers. That surprised me. I did not think that was going to happen. And that also like freaked me out. I was like, oh, gross. I was like, ew. And Jeff, let me ask you this. If you were in that situation, would you have tried to grab your fingers? No, I would not. Hmm. Leave them. <laughs> Leave them behind, baby. They're, they're goners at that point, huh? Yeah, I'd rather my fingers be goners than me. I don't know. You know I what lose, I mean? If I lose some fingers, just end me just let you go yeah okay i'll remember that that. i'll be wielding the sword in the in the store being poured down on yeah by a water nulse straight through the chest okay because you're like because you lost a pinky you're like let me go and you spread your arms uh (laughs) i have heard that if you lose your pinky you lose all balance so yeah i've heard that as well that might honestly be the pinky toe human pinky is the (laughs) the center of gravity center of gravity on a human being yes uh, this is also a science podcast. I was going to say, this is Facts with Jeff and Steve. That's right. Facts with Jeff. 
facts with Steve. Here are some facts with Jeff and Steve. Are they real? Who knows? But hey, um, something, something. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> science with Jeff and Steve has been brought to you by more science. We going to move on now? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, this is the end of the movie. Uh, fucking what, what happens now, Jeff? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, damn. Tori loses some she, fingers. Sprinklers. She, oh, yeah, they she fuck Santa crawls up. away some more. Santa, he, I don't think he can walk anymore because he's crawling along. He's like too. crawling, kind of trudging. She grabs the like metal pole, a conduit. That oh, has, like, yeah. Some wires, wires in it. And she pulls it out of the wall. And I thought she was going to pierce him through the head with Me it. Me too. Because I remember I as soon as she throws it to the ground and you're like, huh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I could have thought that was. And then she like grabs some wires and goes zap, zap, zap. And like, which I guess might make him. more sense. Right. You know, and then um, he's like, oh, no, you know, more sparks, more sparks. And then she somehow no, gets outside. See, you can tell that we're both kind of like well, over it. Well, that's, that's the it. details start to be vague at this point. She, she gets outside and then. No, he explodes. And then oh, you're she right. Just, he explodes from the, from finally, the wires. He's finally taken down. And then and she then, crawls out into the street with her like chomped off fingers and her and her broken ankle and like lays in the street and, and starts laughing. And then we get a classic freeze frame that I did not see that coming. I think that face. was the biggest twist of the movie and was credits. a 90s freeze frame. Yeah. I was like, huh? I thought we would have gotten a follow up. Maybe like I'm kind of glad her they in a didn't. cast. Oh, me too. I, well, I just wanted to be over. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this kind of felt this ending felt very older kind of horror movie where the events of the movie take place and then it's just done. And then the characters are like, well, we're here and the movie's over. There's no like, oh, you see them a couple months later, how they're recovering. But wouldn't it be great if she pulled herself into the street and she was laughing, car. covered in blood? She pulls out her joint that she had kept through mm-hmm. the whole movie, oh, yeah. lights it up, starts smoking it. You see uh, police sirens, uh-huh. but you're focusing on her. And then you hear a cop go, uh, hey, what what happened here? And then she just looks up at him. And she goes, <laughs> in-laws. And then it cuts to credits. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah. And honestly, that scene that you just described to me was beautiful. That was better than most of this entire movie that we just watched. <laughs> and it's like, wait, in-laws. And then the director's like, well, I, I watched Ready or Not and I really liked it. So I just want to do that ending. <laughs> That is our fourth Ready or Not reference in this episode. Yeah. What a great movie ding, that ding, was. Ding, ding, Well, as we said, freeze frames and that's it. We get the credits and we both just let out a sigh of relief. Yeah, it's over. We survived. I did like the the style of the credits. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the first nice thing I've said since the beginning. <laughs> um, it was like kind of punk rock. Again, yeah. it was very clearly Neon. like the aesthetic you're going for. It's there. Is there. It, it kind of worked. Bits. But you need the good movie to be happening during that. So whoever the DP was, you know, good job, I guess. Well, let's move into our discussion portion of this movie. Jeff. Further discussion. Yes. Did you like this movie? No, no, not at all. Now, it was I mean, like there are some redeeming elements, but overall it was just kind of like blat. Mm hmm. Is this a movie you would watch again? No, no, God, no. (laughs) At first, I was like, would I? And then I remembered the first 40 minutes of the movie. Oh, and I was yeah, like, again, that, I couldn't sit so through that long. again. Yeah, that's brutal. It's awful. Yeah. Final question. Mm-hmm. Was this movie better or worse than you thought it would be? Oh, because you much worse. seemed kind of like 
I'm not going to say excited, but you're like, yeah, you know what? I do want to watch well, I was that. Like, that trailer is pretty rad. Yeah. I feel like that could be really cool. Like a, almost like a modern chopping mall, but with Santa mm-hmm. and like some, some like cool shit. They're in the store. There's a laser eyes. Maybe he's shooting fucking lasers out of his eyes and oh, fucking robot. And she's like, she has a shotgun, like next to a thing. You could have some like diehard elements and some like, you know, blasting store shelves away. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And then it was like, Nah, mainly crawling around and Awful I don't know, dialogue. just kind of like whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was just a lot of a ton of missed op- opportunity. A lot of the fun that could have been had with mm-hmm. it being like a robot Santa was like, oh, you could have done so much. Is there that. a reason he's Santa Claus outside of cuz? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Literally nothing fucking happens that's related to him being Santa. No, not even like a joke. Mm-hmm. Throw some jokes in there. Yeah. Don't overdo it. Some funny well, something. Like like you said, this movie did not lean in any direction hard enough. It tried to just yeah. sit in the middle ground, which was its downfall mm-hmm. completely. And I will say that once the first 38 minutes had happened, once all that dumb, stupid fucking talking had ended, which I mean, it, it kind of kept through the rest of the movie. But once we moved into the killing starting to happen, Robot Santa doing his jam, I was like, you know what? This is better. Did I like this movie, Jeff? No. I did not like this movie. How often was do you hear me say that on, on, on this podcast? Very rarely. Yeah. Was it better or worse than you were expecting? It was worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was not looking forward to this movie. Like, really? I, I was I was stoked that you wanted to see it. So I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I don't know why I was so optimistic based on that trailer. Yeah. Because from the beginning, yeah, you were like, I mean, yeah, I guess we can I, watch I think, that. I think I made a joke. I was like, yeah, you know, we'll talk about it like on the Horror Hour or something. And you're like, no, we should just do an episode. I was like, all right, you know, fine. That's that's actually yeah, a good yeah. idea. Like, if especially if you're down for something like this. I'm going to be all on. And my instincts were wrong yet again. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I like this opportunity to watch this movie and be like, oh, no, this is a bad one. I can talk shit about this movie for once. The perfect like thing. Okay, to sum this movie up, I would say the who was saying that that basically they're like when you're writing a movie, if the plot can be described as this happens and then this happens Mm -hmm. and then this happens and then this happens you're in bad shape if you describe it as this happens but this happens or it leads in it's like uh you know something happens and there's an obstacle but then this guy shows up Mm -hmm. and this you know blah 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 blah. it's like it's not just a series of things like and then he goes over here and he stabs her and then this happens and you know and that was this movie movie. it was just like a series of things happened that just happened who cares Yeah, yeah i don't know yeah, I feel like it did pick up after the first 40 minutes, essentially, and it became just more of what I thought it was going to be of the generic. Just there's a murderous so robot generic, Santa, though, even so. But yeah, yeah, I, I liked the amount of kills and deaths in this. That was mm-hmm. that was awesome. I like being able to do a kill count in my notes. Yeah, it's not often I get to do that or I haven't done that two or two recently. But yeah, there was just nothing really. There's no charm to this movie. The characters are the worst. And they somehow managed to like make Robot Santa really disappointing. Yeah. Like like you were saying, in the in the final act, like his whole it's very Terminator. You can see like a robot skull and the green laser eyes, mm-hmm. and there's like neon wires flashing in his arm. Like that was cool. Cool elements. It was only in the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time it was just a guy in a Santa costume being like, I'm a robot, I guess, even though I just am a dude. <laughs> Those are his actual words. Yeah, yeah. And then in general, yeah, just the whole thing was kind of. I feel like that if, you know, I have to tell myself, oh, it's finally gotten better. 
Like that's a really bad sign. Yeah, that shouldn't be how you watch a movie. Like I it should be like, whoa, start to finish. By the time things started to finally pick up where I was like, okay, this is more what I thought it was going to be. I was kind of already like over it. Well, we were like a good over an hour in by that point. Yeah. And like I wanted to get more into it because I'm like, oh, this is what I was looking forward to. The killing Mm -hmm. bits. But yeah, I, I just like they had lost me at that point. And it was a struggle to stay invested and even though, you know, she's in this big fight with Robot Santa in the record store, I was just I was like, I'm ready for this to end. Also, just to go back to like what you're saying with the sword thing where you're like, oh, maybe he'll hold he'll wield the sword. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't anything like cool. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing as part of it again, like if you're not going to do the wacky kind of like. It's Santa, it's already Santa being it. You kind of have to do some wacky shit. Yeah. But say you're not going to. You have to make some cool scenes, some like uh, like a musical sting and he pulls out the sword and there's like shit going off behind him. It just felt very like instead it's Tori crawling around on the ground and then she's like, ah, my fingers, dang it. I and he's say, like, I like that. it was kind of just like waiting for it to be over. Like it was cool that she got her fingers chomped, but like do it in a cooler way. Even that was like, I'm trying to get up. Ah, da- darn it. Well, that's exactly I was about to bring that up. Like you said, there's so much of the is he actually down? Oh, no, he's not. Right. Yeah, I was just I was like, I don't They're like and then copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, freeze frame. I was like, sweet. And I can see how that could be interesting. You know, you're fighting a robot. It's it's going to keep getting back up. Yeah, it won't stop. There was nothing again that I was invested in at this point. I was just like, I want this movie to be over. Mm hmm. And when he finally exploded, I honestly wasn't even sure if that was going to be the end of the movie. Yeah, it was like fine. And like, it didn't feel like, oh, his legs are still whoa, working. Oh, like victory. It was just kind of like, cool, whatever. <laughs> I guess it ended. I don't know. It was just kind of like. Whatever. All right, Jeff, let's move into the rating of this movie. Well, let me say really quick, please. Looking at the trivia the you know, how we brought up everyone saying like, fuck, fuck, fuck this mm-hmm. and that. I'm really cool and edgy. Apparently there's an average of. 5.6 uses of profanity per minute. Yep, that checks out. So that script must have looked just very colorful. That's all. Cool. <laughs> well, Jeff, out of how's about five neighbor faces being crushed by a Santa boot? Nice. How many neighbor faces getting crushed by a Santa boot would you give this movie? Out of five. I'd give it two. Really? Wow. Would I give it two? I don't know, man. I feel like you give it one and a half, but we don't usually do halves here. Mm-mm. But one feels like almost like I give it one. I'm giving Fuck this it. a I'm one as well. One. Yeah, there is not a lot. I was trying to give it an extra for what boot smash for like the. I was going to say like the color palette and stuff and like the cinematography. But honestly, that's what makes the one for me, at least. Exactly. And it's like it's kind of overdone too, a little bit not to be, you know, it's like cool. But it's also like, yeah, I've seen blue, pink, mm-hmm. neon shit. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I think it was appropriate for the movie. Who are you? Nicholas winding Refn over here. You know what I mean? What is this? God's plan or whatever the fuck that movie's called with Ryan Guy in there who fucks his mom you know what i'm talking about i have no idea what you're talking about but that sounds more interesting than the movie we just watched it was bad no it was really bad would you oh here's my final question for you would you rather watch this movie again or watch uh mom Brian guy, guy fucking his mom god from drive yes uh oof 
I'd probably watch the other one, Ryan Gosling movie. Oh, oh, okay. God, I still had Only God Forgives. That's what it's called. Oh, I never saw that movie. Yeah, it was bad. That's what I think you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah, of blue the... and pink neon again. It's very much like an aesthetic mm-hmm. that people are like edgy, grindhouse, cool. It's like mm. see, now this reference makes so much more sense. I had no idea how you were pinning that <laughs> into this movie, into this yeah, segment, yeah, yeah. but I'm glad I understand now. Um, but I would watch Only God Forgives again over this for sure. Interesting. They're both incredibly boring movies, though. Would you recommend I watch Only God Forgives? For your enjoyment, no. Okay. To hear what you have to say about it, yes. Okay. I might have to do that. You might not finish the movie. That's fair. I think it took you, or you told me it took you a while to finish it. I don't think I ever watched the whole thing. <laughs> that actually, I think, is what you told me. I feel about. like the script is like two pages. That's mm-hmm. not true. The dialogue from the script could fill up uh, two, maybe a page or two. Mm-hmm. The rest is just like, and then he walks here, and people look at each other and there's neon lights around and then he stabs a guy and then he fucks his mom. Oh, it's like, cool. Yeah, yeah, real tight. He fucks the guy's mom who he stabbed? He fucks his own mom. Oh, okay. I believe anyway. All right. I might be remembered wrong. <laughs> You're like, that was something else Wait I was a second. watching. What was I watching? <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Well, Jeff, because we had such a long list of kills in this movie, let me ask you, what was your favorite kill slash death of this film? Man... That's a great question. Um, my brain doesn't want to narrow it down. And not like, man, there's so many good ones, but more like just my brain keeps just looking over the whole movie like, what just happened? There were so many, but honestly, I don't think they were all that great. Right. Which is a bummer. Because with, I think, let's see, a total of 12 deaths, they weren't all spectacular, which I mean. Yeah, they were fine. I'm going to say... What was yours? For Maybe you'll inspire me. me. I have a guess, but... Well, I may have played my hand already. But I'm going to pivot. My favorite death was the half on-screen, half off-screen kill of Sheriff Dickhead? Sheriff yeah, Shithead. Sheriff Shithead. Where you saw or you heard something happen to him, and then you just see a body come flying <laughs> yeah, around the yeah. fucking corner and land on a car. That was pretty funny. Uh, I was going to go with the face-crushing one, but I kind of already used that for the rating system. And, I mean, that was probably... The most, Your true favorite. Yeah. Also probably the goriest of them all, but I think the comedic factor of a flying mm. body, how rubbery and fake it was. It was uh, the most entertaining, yes. probably. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good a good choice. I'm going to say my favorite was... Was it I'm the, trying to go through them. There's a sister, there's Robbie, there's the brother-in-law, which is off screen. Was it the death of your holiday spirit because of this movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That was my favorite death. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we have Jay getting split down the middle. Lana gets her face smashed. Neighbor face smash. Mom face smash. There's a lot of face smashing stuff. Probably the kid. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I liked the kid's body coming through the window, which wasn't really his death, but I'm going to tie it in Let's to his do death. It. So that's my favorite. Seems like uh, bodies flying are the most popular ones. I mean, of this lots of episode. bodies flying around in this movie. I'll give it that. A lot of rubbery bodies yeah. left and right. Just dummies flying through the air. Dummies talking, dummies flying. Tagline of this movie. That's right. Well, Jeff, let's move into everyone's favorite segment of the show. Flying bodies, tops and bottoms. Like it or hate it. One one star review and one five star review of this movie. All right, let's start with the five star review. Christmas Bloody Christmas is a absolutely a very good time. Reminds me of all the Tarantino films that I seen this year, which, yes, the dialogue was long, but one character that I know. The robot Santa. 
The action is crazy beautiful, including the natural cinematography with beautiful colors, and the cursing is very nicely done. It's funny, it's gory, it's good, and it's perfect. So, usually I'd read the username out, but this person sounds really stupid. I'm sorry (laughs) if you're hearing this, which you probably aren't, Uh, but you sound like an idiot. And this movie was bad, and I disagree with you. You know, it's cool to have your opinions. Uh, Yeah, you know. That's cool but you're wrong some people have bad opinions and that's totally fine (laughs) i love the uh christmas bloody christmas is a absolutely a very good time Mm. so well put well well structured and not even a little bit does this remind me of a tarantino movie no that is insane and and it's not even like because it sucks it's like there's just no what what reminds you of a tarantino movie in this Maybe like the over the topness, yeah. Because like, there's because there's there's gore, yeah. But I mean, that's not what Tarantino. I mean, it's in the movies, but that's not his style, you know. Yeah, or whatever. You Very know? few. It was hard to find a five star review, by the way. Uh, I believe it. There's only a couple, and most of them were like, "The main girl's hot, nice. She deserves a Grammy," which is like, what? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> well, like we said, the acting, like it, it was bad writing, but the acting. It was good for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. The actor, I, uh, nothing against the actors. It's just shitty. Just bad writing. Yeah. Unfortunately. Not a great movie. All righty. Well, for the one star review, we actually have a listener write in about uh, about this movie. Hey, Big shout out to friend of the show, Erin, who was also the one who pointed me in the direction of this movie. She sent me the trailer when it first came out. And she also told me that it was filmed in her small town of Placerville, hey, which is right outside local. of Sacramento. Yeah. So I think that that's really cool. I was I did keep that in mind when I was watching the movie. So I was trying to keep an eye out for some things that I, I sort totally of recognized. Forgot. Oh, really? Totally forgot until till just now. I think I've only been to Placerville like twice. So I was like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking for. Yeah, me too. But it could be familiar. Yeah, we could go over there and be like, hey, look, there's the store. We certainly could. <laughs> Erin did not give me a star on this, but I think her review sums up the movie, essentially. What would you, if you were to assign a star based on this review, what, how many do you think there would be? Probably one. Yeah, there we go. So we'll go with that. After seeing Christmas Bloody Christmas on the big screen, my first thought was, well, that's a movie. But honestly, the movie was horrible. <laughs> but it was really cool that all of it was filmed in Placerville. <laughs> so thank you, Aaron, for writing in, uh, letting us know how you felt about that movie. Um, Sums really, it up. Yeah, I'm really glad that you also didn't like it. I know you don't really like horror movies in general, and you saw this mostly just because it was filmed in Placerville. But if you had enjoyed this, I would have felt a little bad. Oh, me too. Tearing into this movie. Yeah, you're like, you know, it'd be a fun movie. You guys should watch this and talk about it. And we're like, this movie sucked ass. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. But yeah, no, we I feel like we're all in agreement here. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for writing in and, and giving us your thoughts on yeah, that. That was a movie. Yeah. And you know what? That is cool that it was shot near here. Yeah, that's very cool. Not often that that happens. Yeah. At least that I know about. Yep. What was there? Ladybird? Yeah. Cool. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And now now we got two uh, two Boom. areas. Yeah. Sacraville. I think I just had a Good old Sacraville. <laughs> Placerville and Sacramento. Jiminy Christmas. Hey. Hey, in theme. Ho, ho, ho. If any of you guys have thoughts on this movie or have watched it, uh, please let us know how you felt about it. How many neighbor face crushed by Santa's boot would you give this movie? Nailed that, that uh, one. Yeah, that rating uh, name was written as about as well as this movie was. Yeah. Oh, ho. Did he just sass me? <laughs> <laughs> Am I being sassed? Well, uh, we did it again, Jeff. That was. We barely did it. Oh, man. Yeah, that was. 
that was something. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are at the very end of the episode. If you enjoy podcasts where it feels like you're being berated for an hour, this is the one for you. Absolutely. Jeff, why don't you wrap us on up? In what? How about some uh, some wrapping paper, put a little bow on top, drop me off underneath the tree or over by the... Is that jingles I hear? Santa? Oh, oh, oh. I think there's someone on the roof. Pew, pew, Oh, God, pew. he's back. Oh, oh, oh. Make sure you follow Hurwitz's House of Horror on Instagram. Okay, Santa. Hurwitz's House of Horror. If you don't like... Little toys, you can buy t-shirts at HurwitzesHouseOfHorror.com. I hear they make great Christmas gifts too, Santa. Excuse me, uh, is that a menorah sweatshirt you're wearing? No. That's right. <laughs> you have to wear clothing with my face on it. Ah, thank you. Or I'll I have... kill you oh. with my axe. And your laser eyes. And my laser eyes. Well, Santa, where can I find more information on the co-host Jefferson Miller? Uh, let me check my naughty list. Um, here we go. You can find him at Art of Jefferson on Instagram or Ugly Cowboy Co. Did you say naughty list? He's a naughty, naughty boy. Dee hee hee. Let's tickle mustaches later. Okay. No, thank you. Oh. I'm down, Santa. Nice. Mm. Oh, looks like you have to go, Santa. Uh, oh, uh, I guess I have to go. Talk to you. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Santa. <laughs> oh, there he goes off the roof. <laughs> oh. Bye, Santa. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, that does bring an end to this episode. And this is the last episode that we're recording for the for the year of 2022. That's right. We made it start to finish. Barely. We do have one mini-sode coming out next week. Yeah, because, again, this is one of the busiest times of year for everybody. Christmas, Hanukkah, just the end of the year in general. So much Holidays, going on. Holidays, man. Yeah, so thank you, everyone, so much for keeping up with us for the past seven months. First year. Yeah, that's pretty much the first year. First year of Hurwitz's House of Horror in the can, baby. We've done it. This has been so much fun for me. Jeff, I cannot thank you enough for just kind of coming along on this journey after I had to hold you down and tie you up to that chair and say, <laughs> you're coming back every week <laughs> to record something and watch a movie after I said, hey, you want to guest star in this first episode that'll set up the rest? Yeah. And here you are seven, eight months later. Still here. Most episodes. Still tied. All of them. That's true. So right now I have, I'm the record holder actually of podcast episodes. Yeah. You haven't missed an episode. Not one. I mean, technically, I guess there was that time when I was in Massachusetts and we uploaded the rewind. Episode, but you're still but, in that episode. And so are you. That's right. Look at that. Well, uh, yeah. So you won't outside of the mini episode next week. You won't hear from us until January. Yeah. January the second week it is. We will hopefully season two. Yeah. Season two will be hitting the shelves, hitting your podcast ears, going on your iPods. And we'll hopefully have James Miller on as a guest. We will be watching Friday the 13th, part four. We're finally going back to those roots. You know, I feel beginning of the year, we'll go back to the movies that helped kick this podcast off. And I just love those movies. And I've been looking for an excuse to go back. And uh, everyone loves James. Everyone loves you. The E.T. episode was great. So we're going to start the new year off with some classic slashing, fashion and crashing. crashing. 
if anyone wants to watch that movie beforehand or, you know, do that. And if you have any thoughts on this movie, if you really like it, if you don't like it, I'm talking about Friday the 13th, send that on by. So we'll read out some of the comments. And also, if everyone could please leave us a five star review on such sites like Apple Podcasts, maybe Podbeam, you can leave a review. And if you leave a five star review, we will read that review out live on the podcast. Let us know how we've been doing so far. You know, again, it's been a year of us doing this and you've been along for this journey. So we really appreciate everyone who has kept on listening, kept on and given their support. That means a lot. And, you know, it's, this is this is just a uh, fun. Agreed. Thanks. All what you just said. Yeah, I also agree to that. So I guess that that does it for us at the that house. That wraps Aura. it up. Yeah, it does. This episode is coming out the day before Christmas. Happy fifth night of Hanukkah and two days before happy Christmas. Christmas and so, yeah, happy Merry, other holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy everything else. Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate. We hope everyone out there is staying safe and being festive. Well, we want you to know we all love you guys. And I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over right now, but <laughs> it's just I, I really could not have done this without the people who have supported me, without you, Jeff. And we're going to keep doing this for a while. We'll probably bring up more on the Patreon. Maybe over the break, we'll discuss more of that and possibly have that set up in the future. Yeah, if you guys have any suggestions or anything you would want us to do or movies you want us to watch, anything you'd like to see on the Patreon. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. That's what we're going to be working on over the break. So let us know. So when we come back, we'll hit the road running as fast as we can and not trip and smash our faces into the ground. Yeah. Because that sounds awful. Get our faces crushed by Santa's boot. <laughs> no, thank you, Santa. <laughs> oh, oh. All righty. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say, Jeff? Nope. All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you, Jeff, for coming on this journey with me. And yeah, we will see you guys in the new year. Also, yeah, have a happy new year. Christmas oh, yeah. and, and the new year run one right behind the other. So another one down. Here we come. 2023. Have a happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. And as we say at the end, ooh, actually, Jeff, I have a question for you. OK, should we come up with a catchphrase? We could keep ending every episode with. And as we say at the end of every episode of Hurwitz's House of Horror, or we'd come up with a catchphrase. The, well, this time, let's do, we'll finish it the same. And then maybe season two. We'll start anew. We'll start anew. All right. Well, with that, you got to tune in. As we say at the end of every episode of Perwitz's House of Aura. Should we get a catchphrase? Ho, ho, ho. You bitch. Happy holidays.